Hi guys and welcome to the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast. I'm Alex Whiteley. Uh, this episode is coming to you a couple of days late, uh, so apologies for that. But it's great and it's worth waiting for. Um, this is uh, a great interview uh, with the, the one, the only, Trademark Blood. This is the third time he's been on my show. Um, he is, of course, back with the Shropshire Music Awards. First of all, I love... Uh, chatting to trademark blood um, we we gel really well especially when we start talking about music um, music is a huge passion of mine and um, especially when it comes to 90s hip-hop it's sort of what I was around what I grew up around um, and um, so yeah you can hear that in this podcast um, it's really nice when you can just switch off and just geek out about something that you're passionate about and music is one thing that trademark blood is passionate about um, not only is he brilliant with his own music uh, by the way He's on Spotify. He's everywhere that music is. He's on, I, I use uh, YouTube music, same thing as part of Spotify, kind of. Um, have a look for Trademark Blood and have a listen to some of his music. Um, his music is very well made. Um, a lot of, you know, there's lots of songs that he's made that are, um, if you're in Shropshire, um, geographically um, about Shropshire. There's lots of stuff about life. Uh, but it's generally really, really good music. His music's on my playlist in my car all the time. So give Trademark Blood uh, a look. And also the Shropshire Music Awards. Uh, I don't know how, how they're doing for tickets. During this po- this podcast, we were talking about how uh, they were selling quickly. But if I were you, I would go to uh, shropshiremusicawards.co.uk and have a look at how many tickets are left. They're doing it at the place in Oakengate. That's where it's been held. And it's on the 28th of September. Didn't need to look at my diary for that because I know that it's because I'm going to be there. We're, the Shoes Biscuits going to show up. Uh, we're going to get some interviews and we will be about. So if you come to the event, you'll see us there. Um, but anyway, I don't want to ruin it for you. Let's go into the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you trademark blood. Hi guys, uh, so we're doing this again with Mr. Trademark Blood uh, for uh, the Shropshire Music Awards 2023, going again. Um, I'm really excited about this because uh, I'm going to try my best to get there this year. I really want to be there because uh, we missed out last last year and I was really, really gutted. Um, but uh, thank you so much for coming back on the show to talk to us, man. No problem, man. No problem at all. Thanks for having me, mate. Um, it's last time, was it? Sorry, no, I was really, I I think I had a chest infection, I could barely breathe. Yeah, something bad, I remember. Yeah, yeah, turn this blurry background off because even though you guys can't see because of this is audio only, the blurred background is weird. It like cuts a bit out my head and stuff like it's really distracting. (laughs) It's been a very interesting year for you this year. Um, I've seen you've been up to so so much. Um, is it safe to say that the the Shropshire Music Awards has been quite a, a bit of a catapult for you moving forward? Um, do you know what? I wouldn't say so. Uh, as far as like trademark blood work goes, that's been it's been consistent since '07, I think, and it only kind of '2021 <clears throat> was only quieter because it came off the back of COVID. So I went yeah. from like 2016, 17, 18, doing 100 shows plus a year. Came back from COVID. I think I did 10 2020 probably yeah. did about the same 21 and maybe I've done 20, 25 this year. So it's kind of going back, but I wouldn't say the awards is, I wouldn't say they've, they've made a difference to, to my music promotionally or anything, but um, I think I know a lot more musicians definitely. So and, uh, from a networking perspective, it's, it's, it's done stuff, but it's too. I think if it was a hip hop awards, maybe it's it's quite, it's just Shropshire, isn't it? It's so cross genre. It's you know, yeah. Um, yeah. The reason why I ask, we've been, we've been working with a lot of musicians and music events. We're at Loop Fest, for example. Um, we made some really good friends in the music scene in the last year or so. And I bring up that we, you know, we've been working with you and stuff and um, over the last year. And 
you've got a lot of respect. There's a lot of respect, Gareth, and that's that's why I ask because um, what you did, I think, for a lot of local musicians, you and you and your team, is quite phenomenal. Because um, I think it's nice for musicians just to have something to to aim for. Do you know what I mean? I think it's definitely, huge. yeah. I think. Um... I mean, it won't even <clears throat> it won't even have been the first time it's been thought of in Shropshire. I'd imagine, you know, I think amongst other things that musicians feel we need um, in Shropshire as a Shropshire kind of scene, it kind of I mean, it probably seems obvious to everyone now, given the quality um, of, of the acts that you see across genre again. Like, it just makes sense, and yeah, I mean, it, it's good to have a lot of respect for kind of doing it again i'd say do you know what i've always been this kind of guy and i guess this was the next kind of the next thing i did i mean used to put on rap battles when when no one would even listen to rap in shropshire used to put on rap shows and book acts who who couldn't get gigs and i just I, i think i empathize being a musician i empathize with the position and my brain goes a little step further and thinks well well, how can we solve it? And sometimes I regret it, you know, when I realise the work that it takes. But, you know, I think I wouldn't uh, say regret it's going too far. I don't regret it, but <clears throat> I think it, when it's an idea in your head, it, it seems so easy, isn't it? And then when a lot, you do a lot it, of logistics, a lot of logistics involved when you're looking after loads of other people uh, yeah, and a thing a that, that grows to be quite prestigious as well. Mm, it takes takes it out of you a bit but i think the reward's always good at the end i think that's probably why i keep doing it to be fair i keep chasing it you know know what i mean and i i constantly see acts and and artists and this ain't even just for shropshire really this is wherever i go and i always i always think well what you know what what could help them what could make things better for them or is there something i already know that they don't and you know something as simple as like you a couple of my mates they they're on flyers and their their photos ain't right and i'm always like mate just just if you either get yourself a camera get someone to do you some shots and it, it, you know from a promotional perspective it's a small thing but these little tiny things matter you know so i think i suppose it's a bit of experience really that i've got that i kind of like to share and yeah 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 and i saw that when, when we interviewed you at mature and you had the you know you had a, a, a you know again a posse of people that were around you uh, performing that were part of the awards. Um, they seem to respect you, I think, because of your experience and you seem to have brought a lot of people along. Um, is that tiring work? Is it, is it, I mean, like, was it, <laughs> I imagine it's really nice having lots of people coming to you for respect, uh, for advice and, and, and for, Oh, how can I do this? And I can do that, but it must be exhausting. I want to look after so many people, your young Padawans. <laughs> yeah. Um, Again, this has been ongoing since 07, really. Or I wouldn't say since 07, because it's kind of when I first started doing live shows. But as, I, you know, I quickly established myself because I've been rapping for a while and, you know, the opportunity to put events on came came around pretty quick and that leads you into more aspects of the industry and then you start meeting managers and promoters and you, you, you just pick it up as you go. But yeah. I think, yeah, because of that, it's super tiring and it, and it kind of changes to be fair. So when I was first releasing music, um, I was getting quite a lot of uh, recognition for it kind of UK wide, which is um, really unheard of for a rapper from Shropshire for a start, but it's also quite difficult to establish by anyone. You can be shouting into the wind for, for years. Like, yeah. and um, yeah. So during them years when I was kind of first started popping off a bit i'd get constant messages like asking for advice and different things and listen to my track was the main one and it's like and me being me and you can ask my missus because she, she, she'll tell you like um i used to answer every single one every single one listen to every single song give realistic and actual advice and and i think the reason why i say ask my missus is because about four years down the line i actually said to her do you know what this is like, this is contributing to the burnout. This is like, do you know what yeah. I mean? Which I had a yeah. few years later, to be fair. But, uh, you know, <clears throat> I think I was six months out during that burnout and then I came back better than ever. But 
I think um, it's just me. I think, yeah, it's, everything has its positives and negatives to the person you are. And I think I'm just that kind of guy. And, you know, I learned to deal with it. And now I learn to pace myself a bit more. How brutal but, have you been with, uh, with people that, you know, get, throw you a demo and stuff? Have you ever gone, yeah, this is garbage? <laughs> I give them some pointers. Like, I mean, that must be really difficult. Because you've got to be honest, haven't you? You've got to be. You yeah. can't, like. Yeah, mine's usually um, constructive, I'd say. And it's usually, there's always technical points that you can point to. So it's not really difficult to kind of break something down, really. I mean, a lot of rappers, when they first start out, they put too many words in a line. Or not necessarily too many words in a line. They put too many words in a line for their kind of flow. You can fit a million words in a line if you want, and it sounds right. You know, Buster Rhymes does it, and and, and um, Tech Nine, for example. But... um. Yeah, so that was one of the advice I gave. I say you got to work on the, the pacing and take some lines out first, get the flow right, and then work it back. Yeah, um, yeah. Sometimes, something something oh. simple sometimes can be um, can be more difficult to create. I think ODB is a great example of that because, like, he he wouldn't he wouldn't yeah. throw too much into a song, but there'd be a a certain line or a certain phrase or a certain oh yeah that he'd throw in there that would just be. That would just make it. Do you know what I mean? He's not. He's not. He's not trying too hard. And yeah, it's, it's, it is difficult. Um, yeah. yeah. But yeah, um, I, yeah. On a technical level, I usually give them feedback. I mean, I won't, I won't lie and say everything I've listened to is good. There's been some real, real, mm. real bad stuff that that people make. And I suppose that's an opinion of mine. Someone might love it somewhere, but yeah, I never that's terrible. That that doesn't help anyone really. You know. Do you ever listen to stuff and think, oh? Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> oh, all the time, all the time. Especially when you've had half the idea already, and then it's, you've seen it done in a in a different way, a stronger way. Uh, you know, all the time, all the time. Especially when you've been writing so long, and anyone that's been writing ten plus twenty plus years will tell you the same thing. There's nothing really original, and nothing's new. So you've touched it all one way or another. But when you see it done to perfection, with you know, I mean, Naz does it all the time, and I'm always like, yeah, like that. I know I can, for example, be what I want to be. Like I had one, pretty much just like that, even with the same references in to uh, Black History before slavery, which never gets touched on much in regards to Black History. Do you know what I mean? And uh, yeah. yeah, I was like, I've had a song. It wasn't as good song. <laughs> That's for yeah. sure. It wasn't Naz, but yeah, it's the same concept and. That's what I love yeah. about Nas, though, because Nas can be brutal, but he can be really, really sweet as well at the same time. And he can also he can speak to a he, even from when he first started, a lot of wisdom there. You know, a, mm. lot, a lot of wisdom. He can yeah. he can speak real truths to people, and I think that's really important, especially with hip hop. Is if you can if you can you know put a message across in a in a in a really thoughtful way, and it doesn't it doesn't matter if you if you creating something that's brutal. If you're purveying that message across in, in a way that makes sense and means something to people, that's where it's at, I think, for with hip hop. Definitely. Definitely. It's all that's, about... old, that's old old head talk, that is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even even with the, the Black Star movement, you know, for something like, you know, they went against when they went against Diddy and some of the biggest stars in hip hop. But they were like, No, come on, this is where hip hop came from. It's from the streets, like this is where it belongs. And that for me is really special. I love Black Star. Um, that album's on my permanent playlist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's dope. It's dope. Mm. And what about your music? Since uh, how's your music developed? Your own your own writing over the years as you've grown as into an older man, older man through life. <laughs> I'm not calling you old. I'm saying we all do that. We all get grouchy and we all get you experience yeah, life. Yeah, how's Mate, that? How's, you, how's time you, even the young, the young rappers, like they even call me that. So then they're like, they're like, yeah, he's the OG traders. I'm like, no. I was gonna, I wasn't gonna break out the OG. I was gonna I'm let you bring that up. <laughs> but yeah, oh, it's. I mean, my writing. If, if I pulled, you know, I've got my old rhyming books. I've actually got them down there because I moved house and found them all in the attic. So I've got some old, old stuff, 06, 05. Um, yeah, and, like, sometimes I get ideas from them, to be fair, which is pretty cool that even though they were kind of useless at the time, 
they're, they're make, I'm making use of them now, which is cool. But um, in general, it's like it, you wouldn't think it is the same person. Like the, uh, the maybe the approach, maybe the attitude, maybe the, the the personality, maybe. But it's just like I just when I was younger, I just couldn't put into words what was in my head. And I think what's in my head hasn't changed. Do you know what I mean? So my ability to kind of, you know, my ability to 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 put it in a captivating way and and actually still keep it a song, you know. I get, I, I, I get jealous of my young, I get jealous of my younger self. I look at I I say I was just looking down because I got a pile of this of old notebooks, you know, planning yeah. pod aid, running. You suck. You know, we had, I had a network with five different podcasts running, as well as the shoes of biscuit, as well as doing the radio, as well as having a job. And the, now I look at myself and I think I, I have got the yeah I struggle with the the biscuit now. Like I've got so much, yeah. <laughs> I had so much energy back then. You know, nice. yeah. Well, yeah, so many ideas and like. The only problem is, is you, you, as an adult, or not an adult, as a, as a, more, someone who's more grown, you're, um, you're more equipped to execute them, but you've got less energy to kind of conceptualise them in the first place, and it, it's uh, mad, really. You need, you need, you need two yous, really, a younger you and an older you to take over the world, wouldn't you? Exactly. That's why, um, to take it to the comic book world, I, I love Frank Miller's version of Batman because he's older, he's more mature, less patience. He's just kind of like, like he's just yeah. get rid of it quickly, you know? Yeah. I love that. Less patience sometimes makes you a, a bit more efficient. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah um, I got to say, though, uh, we went to the, uh, the Balloon Fiesta last summer, um, and... This is the first time I'd heard you live, and you actually blew me away. I don't want to like blow a load of wind up your sail, but like I think your performance was was brilliant. I think I recorded that. I threw it on Instagram, and it went nuts. People love that. That's crazy. Um, Thank you, man. No, it was it was really good. It's not. It's nice. It's weird though when you get to know someone before you've actually seen them before, and you know we interviewed each other. We 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 went like three times or two or three times, and I watched you perform afterwards. Um, I mean, I'd seen videos, but to see it live, and I was like, ah, oh, that was really really good, man. Um, oh, so well done for that. Yeah, um, I kind of prep, uh, I prepped for that like in a, in a, in a kind of festival manner. I think so. There was a bit more theatrics in there, and I, 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 to, to be honest, big stages, I actually and big crowds. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I, I wouldn't say I like them better because I like the small intimate stuff that they're, they're usually the most bonkers, but the, the big stage, I just seem to just know what I'm doing, even though I've played on them way less than I've played in little clubs on little stages. As soon as I'm up there, I just feel really comfortable. It's, it's crazy. Um, one, I think I mentioned him before, but I, well, I took my, I took my eight year old son to his first hip hop gig. Um, last week we went to Manchester and we watched Harry Mack. who's um, yeah. I think the best freestyle rapper on the planet. There's no I don't think there's anybody that can yeah, with him. He's he's mad with it, man. He's crazy um, with it. He's driving along in his car and he's triple timing as things are going past. It's just un yeah. unbelievable. Um and the way he describes it, what you're talking about is like an energy exchange. And that's why I love him because it's all about positivity. Mm. And that's what I got from your set. You know, there's a lot of love, a lot of energy, and people are giving you that back. And it's like this amazing exchange of just pure positivity. So when you come off stage, I bet you just buzzing, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Especially after that one, I think, I mean, science, if you could break down the science of it, I'm sure there's way, there's so much to it that we don't understand. But yeah, it's pure like, dopamine, like pure concentrated dopamine. You're just like floating on cloud nine for like a week afterwards. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, I think it's right in that when you do a show and the, the crowd gives you like the energy exchange you was talking about. Like, I think the more energy they give you, the more, um, the better the show is, the more amped it is, the more passion you put, you feel and put into it. And it's like, it's crazy, really, because I mean, there's something traveling through the air at, at like a subatomic level from that crowd to, to your brain that there, there is do you know what i mean and, and whatever else I, I don't know i love it though i love it do you have you ever been on stage and you've had a bad day or you're a bit pissed off or something and then you've gone and nailed a, a gig and then you it, it helps or is there a process you you have to amp yourself up before you go on stage if you're feeling a bit lethargic how do you how do you kind of get yourself ready um 
Yeah, I, do you know what? I'm. I think I'm. I wouldn't say unique. That's the wrong word. But I'm quite different to your typical artist. And the only reason I know that is because of all the artists I've toured with over the years have, have kind of said so. And I've been like completely blind drunk. I've been absolutely shattered after doing four gigs on the bounce and no sleep. And every time, as soon as I step over the stage, performance is like, uh, you know, I wouldn't say 100% because it never is, but it, it's still, you wouldn't know I'm in the state I'm in. Do you know what I mean? I think the worst one. Yeah, yeah, and, and and I seem to be able to somehow still deliver to 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 to, to a particular or certain level, um, and even I don't understand that because uh, like the, the perfect example when I was we, we did a UK tour with Trickster and Solomon, and then um, we did it. I think it was on the third or fourth day in Derby, and then we had London the day after, and we got a lift to the Derby one so we could all have a beer. So for the first one, I didn't drive, and. Uh, yeah, we all had a great time. We was there till stupid late. And the lift that was taking us back just couldn't take us back. I can't even remember what happened. I don't even know if they went. <laughs> something like that. So me and Trickster was the only guys left. The club was shut. We stood outside. We're like, we, we're in Derby. So it's like probably a £200 taxi back to Telford. And he lived in Wolverhampton. <laughs> and in the end, someone let us stay at their house. Someone, one of the last people that was at the show. So they said, look, keep up mine. You get back, get back in the morning. So we went back to the house and we was up all night just partying. Like, you know, it's terrible. Yeah, well, it wasn't at the time. It was great. But looking back, it was. And, um, yeah, so I got back to Telford the next day. And uh, I had to drive to London. So it was my it was, it was was my turn to drive. So we ended up getting my friend uh, Solomon, who was also performing in, in London, to drive my car because I was in no fit state to drive. I tried to sleep on the back seat. It's a three-hour drive. I didn't sleep a wink. I was just lying on the back seat, just awake. Yeah, and then and I got into the club uh, in London, and and I sat down. And ten seconds later, I'd flat out asleep. Like, and then all I remember is someone banging my shoulder <laughs> and saying, "You're on, you're on." <laughs> so I got up, I walked straight to the stage. And my mate says, you absolutely obliterated it like it was ridiculous. Like, you didn't see any of the acts or nothing. You just came on and just matched the energy, like, blew everyone away. And then I went back to my seat and, and fell asleep again. And, and it, <laughs> it is, it's like a it's a very blurry memory, very blurry memory. But my mate was Solomon was like, I've never seen anything like that in my life. So were you playing your material or were you freestyling, battling? Uh, no, nah, this was like a set, yeah, so I was doing So myself. all that stuff was like kind of uh, uh, muscle memory. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. I must have been running, I was running on empty and I can't even explain it. I can't even, I mean, I can understand getting up there and doing a tired, but not, I mean, he, he was saying it's one of the best sets you've done all year and I said maybe I should go without sleep more then. <laughs> you run on pure energy i mean i had something similar just this weekend not not to that extent i mean we went to um me and my son we went to the the ludlow food festival and it was a long hot day of walking around interviewing and that was wonderful by the way uh, mm. i want to say thank you to the team there because um they gave me like a, a somebody from their, their marketing um and she was really wonderful and she walked us around and interviewed introduced us to people and it was really very good but it's very hot long day and you know Ludlow's really far away as well too uh, and then the next day we set up a studio um at Shrewsbury Abbey and we were doing it was world suicide prevention day so I was like I was I remember saying that morning to my wife I can't believe I've said I'll do this after to <laughs> Ludlow yesterday and um and I thought you know because it's quite a quite a charged subject suicide isn't it you know so i was kind of like okay we're gonna set up the studio i'm really tired but as soon as i get behind the microphone i don't know what it is i perk up it's just something happens when you're doing what you want to do and that passion sort of takes over there's something really nice about that i think yeah you know, yeah exhausted afterwards um so back to the the awards obviously um it's really i could sit and talk to you for hours i'm <laughs> really good about your, your your music and stuff because music's my thing um yeah. What are you doing? What did you? What lessons did you learn last year that you think oh, I'm not doing that again? Like, uh, oh. Don't do the awards again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you know what? We learned loads, really. Um, 
scheduling, I'd say, is probably the top one. And not scheduling of acts. I mean, scheduling like as in project plan, what to do and when. Like an itinerary. Day, yeah, from day one to day one hundred, whatever it is. And um, I mean, it helps us in the planning. Things happened in the middle of the year that threw threw us off. So we ended up still like now we're still we've got a longer list of to do's than we should have at this time but that's that's my fault really but um the schedule was there we just didn't didn't stick to it <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean but it was there <laughs> but yeah I, definitely definitely scheduling um and then I think changes as well like I mean this isn't necessarily true because we wanted a band last year but we just ended up not having a band i think it was the just telford college band were going to play and then they ended up not playing um as a full band they kind of played as a three-piece you know without yeah. drums and stuff um and so we took out of that and we was thinking and we had a bit of feedback saying oh where was the drums and you know and i explained to them we did have them but they got cancelled so this year it was definitely like definitely get some bands we haven't announced them yet so i can't say it on the podcast but um they're they're wicked Shropshire bands, everyone will know them. Um, I don't yeah. swear on my podca- podcast, but you're an evil. I'm sorry, you can't say that. On my <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell you. When, I'll tell you when we're finished. I think okay. it's going to be. It's going to be like the live acts went down well last year. I mean, mainly because of how talented they were. Do you know what I mean? Like you had Francesca, who at the time wasn't really uh, singing a lot. Uh, she was pregnant. You know, we got her involved because I've, I've, I think she's been an amazing singer for years. You know, she's not really pursued it as a career or anything. So she's just been a really good singer that, that hangs around and does a thing, you know. Here we go, OG trademark blood. Just bringing them along. Just bringing them along. Yeah, but she absolutely <laughs> smashed it. Honestly, standing ovation she got from the whole wow. place. Um, Abby Jean, like, she's wicked. She's way more more active. Um and you know, I, I expected it from her. She smashed it. Jack and Alice. Um, it, 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 you know, without the band, it went down really well. And um, I just think this year is going to be more crazy. I think with that big band sound, we still got we, we've got a rapper. You no, know, we've got a couple of rappers. Maybe. Oh, I mean, I can't be letting anything slip. <laughs> Are you getting on stage? Are you going to be like? Um, I, I think I'll do what I did last year, which is I'll, I'll put in a set for myself on the understanding that if the times go bad we've got that 15 minutes to play with yeah i I put myself in last year just as that buffet things go really bad at least we can claw back 15 minutes and then obviously after that then you've got to start cutting other acts set haven't you because the awards have got to go out so um turned out it was ace i think we finished 20 minutes early and we, we overestimated but i think we'll probably be closer with that with getting it right this year you know so but yeah, yeah i usually do that and then if everything goes well i get to perform so hey <laughs> um what do you think you did i mean you said the live music was really good but as far as the awards concerned what do you think you did really well what do you think you like you give you you and your team a pat on the back for um i'd say the marketing went well but i, I don't think i can really put that down to the team i think that was the, the the occasion of it all, the nominees posting about it, yourself getting involved, uh, BBC introducing, I think, you know, so you could say, oh, you know, we went down the right avenues and kind of did the right things. But I think without the community behind it, the promotion would have been dead. So I can't even, I mean, maybe we put ourselves in the right position, maybe. Um, I, I, I think, think we, the, uh, the artwork was good. I think, yeah, you know, we helped with the engagement and stuff, and um, very good artwork. The how, maybe the who we picked, getting Shutzi to host it. Um, yeah, yeah, I think a lot, a lot happened right. Probably more than what should have for your first attempt at it, really. Um, yeah, but now you got that. You got that. You got that. Uh, that level now to reach, and then it's exactly, a yeah. yeah, so <laughs> people don't all go to shit this year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving that in. Sorry, kids. Uh, <laughs> I really like that. You know, because it's 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 a huge ordeal. Um, because everybody's just seen Selena Gomez. Did you see her reaction to um uh what's his name? Uh Chris um what's his name? Chris 
Brianna, what's his name? Chris Brian. Brown. I can't believe I forgot his name. That's stupid. He won an award, and Selena Gomez was like, face. <laughs> it should become a meme now. Um, and, uh, you know, so there's people going to be disappointed and stuff. Um, there's also going to be yeah. people that's ecstatic. It's a, it's a fully charged evening, isn't it? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, last year was quite, <clears throat> I'd say, I'd say the people that didn't win, because they're not losers by any means. They're nominees, I think, out of the thousands of emails, uh, thousands of forms that get filled out. They're they're top quality. Like, And I I think kind of, I mean, we stressed it. I said it on the mic a few times when I I performed and stuff. Shutsy mentioned it. Um, You you know, and I think that kind of, that feeling seemed to to travel around the room and in people that didn't win, uh, the award was still super happy to be there, super happy to be involved, and I, I didn't get much in the way. I think I got one one band that were were unhappy. I think that they didn't win, um, but they gave me like a really long list of feedback. But I think it came down to they didn't win, and I think it's fair enough. Like I think what's wrong with wanting to be a winner? I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. And what's wrong with being upset when you, when you don't win? Fair enough. I think, you know, I I think the real winners are us, the the enjoyers of music, because, you know, when you've got a, um, a county full of top quality, uh, musicians that have been illustrated in a very, very brilliant way by you guys. Um, not only does it like, I've, I've mentioned so many times to give someone, someone to strive towards, um, But they're there as uh, they're there for a reason. They're there because of the quality you've chosen them for. So exactly. what you're doing is you're telling everybody in the county who these people are. So more people engage, more people listen. So we're the real winners, the consumers. Yeah, exactly. Agreed. Agreed. I think yeah. if there was a way, I mean, I don't know how each individual lap looks at it, but I think if there was a way to to have these the nominees feel as if by being nominated that they've won something. Um, that would be closer to the truth than feeling like I'm. I I've got the chance of winning something. I honestly, I honestly believe that. I think it, it's true. I think that you've already. Won. I know it's cliche as hell, isn't it? Oh, you're all winners, but you, I think being nominated, you have won something. You've won a nomination, as far as I'm concerned. You've won the the the, the you know Shropshire have chosen, and and the judges have spoken, and and people have you know. And I've never seen any. And we were, and this year or last year, I've never seen anyone say, "Oh, they're crap," or they don't deserve to be there. Or I think people understand that, you know. And if you're not that good, you just need to try a little bit hard. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> His face. He's like, I can't believe you just said that. No. Um, I feel the way I feel is, I can't mm-hmm. rap. I can't play an instrument. I can't sing. Um, I can probably make a bit of music if I really, really try, but I'm not that great at that either. Um, so I feel like if you have that ability and you get to go on stage in front of people and slam on a guitar and make people happy, I think that is an incredible ability. I'm so jealous of every musician because I just can't do it. And music is my life, you know? Mm. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm properly jealous of every musician that I exists. Have, I have the same envy for like, um, um, I said envy, envy for... Um, <laughs> sax players and stuff like and, and keys players i just i just watch them and i just think there's nothing i'd love to be able to do more and then oh the simplicity of when they're just and they're playing this sound and it, oh man i, I feel yeah. the same even as a musician we feel we have that same feeling to be fair and it's good to get, uh, try music new music out i mean when we went to watch harry mack um they i didn't even know who the support acts were and they're too many t's um great rap mm. duo yeah, um, yeah. And if, if you imagine a British version of the Beastie Boys, that's pretty. That's literally what they are. Yeah, and the yeah, rapping yeah. is just like so clean, and they're jumping around on stage. They got break dancers going. Never heard of these people before, but now they're on my permanent playlist. Yeah, um, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, you just got to take a chance, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. They do, uh, they, they do um they do a bit of the festival circuit. Too many teas, to be fair. But they, fun, um, really, yeah, really fun. Actually. I really enjoyed them. Um. So uh, what can people expect this year that may be a little bit different from last year? I mean, if you, if people listen to this for the first time, maybe didn't listen to our podcast uh, from last year, maybe weren't involved, just tell the folks that are listening what they can expect if they were to buy a ticket to go to the event. Um, 
Well, the first thing is that I'm up for 12 awards this year, so that's the biggest Yeah, every single one. The the best event, (laughs) best dressed, (laughs) best Wu-Tang hat. (laughs) There's some big changes coming in this year. (laughs) I'm going to win them all. He's the kingpin. He's the kingpin of the musical world. (laughs) You might as well go in now. like if you if you bought a ticket to the the awards and you are in any way a music lover, didn't have to even be local music. You could not have a Scooby about one single act in Shropshire, and you'll go there. You'll be entertained by the acts. The acts are top quality, nothing but quality. There's going to be good laughs there, of course. If you are into music in any way, shape, or form, the networking opportunities I'd argue are probably the biggest. In Shropshire, I, I don't yeah. think you, you'll get more musicians. Loop Fest is a great example. So you get more. I'd say there's more musicians at Loop Fest than there will be at our awards. I don't know what their numbers were, but I bet it's a few thousand kind of go through. Yeah, they did well. You know, um, not to mention the the music lovers as well, which is I'm sure it's, it's pushing up three, four thousand. Yeah, and yeah, um, yeah. But I'd say the networking opportunity at Loop Fest. <coughs> It wouldn't. It wouldn't be the same as the awards. I think you're in the foyer. You're on. You're, you. You. You're with a group of people, and that's why I'd argue it's the biggest kind of um, networking opportunity uh, yeah. for a musician or or, or a venue or, or any anybody you know attached to the music industry in any way. Um, yeah, I feel definitely. like it's really hard when you have someone that's not not as appreciative of, as, of, of new music as, as yourself because you're kind of like, you know, come and see this thing. My wife is the perfect example. I'm going to see, she bought me um, tickets to see Highly Suspect in, uh, next week. One of my favorite bands that got me through COVID. And she bought me two tickets and she was like, you have to take a friend because I ain't going to watch them with you. <laughs> I was like, you what? She bought me these tickets. You want to go? Um yeah, so you got you got all the like Loop Fest was a perfect example. I met so many new bands, Manor Heights from Telford, they were wonderful, they were really, really good. And Vincent White as well, Vince White, in, who's playing the anchor. I, I don't think I saw you to be fair. We didn't do cross paths, did we? Do you know what happened? Right? I said to <laughs> I said to Jamie, I was like, um, do you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna come to every single venue, right? I'm gonna bring a microphone, every every each one. I started <laughs> at the castle. Uh, <laughs> I went down to a pub down there. Is it the Bull uh, by the the, uh, the train station in Shrewsbury? Went yeah. in there, and then we went to the Anchor, and that was it. I was I saw I had all my I had microphones, headphones. I had a tripod with me. There was that many people about. It was really hard to move around to places. Mm. I was exhausted by the third venue. It was Ramo. Like, I had the same. I, I literally sat down the evening before, made an itinerary, looked at all the different posters, who I wanted to go see. There was Obviously, I had my own set to play and just plotted it all around, and I, I didn't even get to half of it. Like, were, I, were I, you at the Where were um, Did you play? Did you play? Yeah, I played oh, King's Head, I'm, I'm going to say, but yeah. I'm not sure. Right near the Salopian. I think it's... All right. I think, yeah, King's Head, Mardol, Mardol, I Mardle, think, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I think, I mean, I was amongst a load of acoustic acts, so I think maybe I was in the, I thought I was in the wrong place at first, but it definitely, from the chilled out acoustic to me, jumping, bouncing off the walls was interesting to see the change, like, yeah. and then it went back to acoustic after me, which was funny, I bet. Didn't even like, get to see Chase in August. Didn't even get to see Chase in August, and I love them. Was uh, they in the castle? I think uh, I might have saw they were in the castle, yeah. I did interview Jack Norcup after mm. afterwards. So, you, so if you go back and listen to the Loop Fest um, podcast, guys, if you haven't heard it already, uh, we got we interviewed so many of the acts that were that were taking part. We did get quite a few, and uh, mm. afterwards I, I spoke to Jack, and you know, it's just it's just so when you got a free event like that that goes across the town, it's it's almost like it's almost like I don't want to say it's like a drug. Because that's like a very negative way to look at it, but it's like, have a taste of this. You might want a bit of more, you know. And then you'll see these acts playing around Shropshire, and you might want to go to one of their gigs. And it's so worth it. It's so worth it to introduce yourself to music. I thought it was amazing what they did. Like, I mean, Jamie on his own as well. Like the the work he put in. I I mean, I don't, I don't claim to know even half of what he went through, but I can imagine. And then, 
I just Jeez. think it's an amazing thing. It's just an opportunity to just you cramming in a year's worth of gig, gig, gig going in a yeah. year. It's yeah. you know, and he's you, one person I've seen um, put ADHD to good use. I'm not even joking. <laughs> oh, I was at the castle. And he's putting up a marquee, and I can't remember what I asked him. I asked him for help or something, and he was about to put it down and go and help me. I was like, "No, yeah. no, no, dude, dude can't, can't wait. I'll, I'll help myself. Don't worry." But like, yeah. he's like, he's doing like three things at the same time. He's, um, I think I saw him on the Welsh Bridge when I was on my way to the anchor, and he's like, he was like, "Biscuit!" as he was running past. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that guy. Yeah, I um, yeah. So, how how well has the feedback gone this year for for this year's event? There's lots of interest. Are the tickets flying off the shelves? Um, yeah, I think it's more more um, more gone than last year already. And we found that kind of a week before, <clears throat> if it's like last year, I think it will probably sell out. I think there's I think there's about forty tickets left now. So um, I can't remember the numbers last year, but. <sighs> I've got a screenshot of the seats somewhere, but it was weird because so, there were so many left. And then the day before we, we looked again and like about 30 more had gone. So it went from looking a bit empty at the back to nearly looking full last year. Wow. But um, yeah. And if that happens this year, it'll sell out. Cause like I say, there's only, there's only 40 left. So if there are a few people waiting to know if they can be bothered on a Thursday, which is understandable if you know, um and they'll be like oh yeah i'm gonna go and you know but um yeah but you know i mean it's as good as nearly i think we're getting there well this is going out on monday the 18th uh so monday as we as we come to it so guys um you don't have much time so if you listen to this and you want to get a ticket where do they go to get their tickets um shropshire music awards .co.uk or you can go straight to the Telford uh, Theatre site um, you can probably just Google Shropshire Music Awards and I think you, both of those links will probably come up first in Google I'm going to have a look um, Shropshire Music yeah. Awards comes up right at the top folks you, it's literally the first Google things comes up on Google so click on that and get yeah. your tickets um, take your ticket link on the, on the theatre website I think Trademark is putting me in the the broom cupboard. And yeah, <laughs> I don't know where I'm going to go. He's going to put me. I'm going to bring my. I'm going to bring a microphone on a tripod. I think just so I can stand in a corner somewhere. And be like, yo, yeah. But like I said, same as la- um, same as last year. There's a few green rooms at the back you can use. The only disadvantage to that, obviously, is you're not actually getting to watch the show. So, but there, there, there'll be a seat for you at the front. Um, oh, yeah. Of course, of course, mate. Of course. Um, once you win yeah, all 12 awards if you're winning all 12 <laughs> awards what we'll do is we'll just do a one big interview at the end exactly, <laughs> like, yeah the winner <laughs> which one's the shiniest one <laughs> yeah um, but you can always I guess mm, it's a difficult one really well, I suppose we'll have to talk about it more but because I mean, there will oh, be can... there's breaks and there's also acts although you don't want to miss the live acts if that's your opportunity to get the interviews with the winners you know we'll organise um, it we'll organise it uh, what I'll do is um I'll see if I can get a helper so we can have two people so we can swap one in the green room, one in the seat. So we can, um, the younger get... you, if you can figure it out, the younger yeah, you well, we were talking about before, that's what you need. <laughs> that's what I need. That's what I need. I'll, 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 <laughs> we'll find some way of dealing with this. I'll bring my eight year old. Here you go. He'll do it. Yeah, that's it. That is the younger you, really. Yeah, no problem with the, the swears. And I don't mind saying on a podcast, that I listen to Wu Tang with my kid. I always say to him, like, music should be listened to how as it was created. You know, swear yeah. words exist. He just chooses not to use them because he's a good, a good lad. Yeah, you know I mean, he's right. Yeah, he knows he knows them all by that age. And even if he doesn't, the others in the class do. So it's not long before it before he does. It's yeah, it spreads yeah. like wildfire. Bad bad language. <laughs> it's, it's very useful. Some sometimes, you know, if you exactly. kick a kick a coffee table or something. You know, to, yeah. <laughs> to shout out, yeah. you know, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Um, what would you say to uh, any musicians that are listening right now? I mean, this is going to probably try not to be as cliche as, we, as, as, as it's going to be. Any musician <laughs> listening now that may be a little bit shy, but would like to win an award one day, um, from the from the from the um, the Jedi to the Padawan, 
what would you say? OG, OG trademark blood. Here we go. I'd say, um, I'd say repetition's the key. I think definitely one of the big ones. Repetition is one of the big keys to the big doors, and it doesn't really matter what it is you're repeating um, within reason and within music. A repeated drug abuse might go might go a wrong way yeah, for don't you. Do that <laughs> <laughs> but but um freestyling for example you freestyle every day you can walk down the road and you can freestyle about absolutely anything off the spot i'm a perfect example of it because when i was younger i was crazy at it now when i do it although i could scrape by i am actually scraping by and it's literally because i haven't gone on that bike and rode it for you know, I used to get on that bike and ride it every day, five five hours a day, making little cassette tapes, just freestyling. And it was just easy to leave it for a bit because I'm making music and, and not really freestyle. And all of a sudden it's become a difficult task. Mm. Repetition, mixing and mastering, the more you do it, the more you rap, the more you sing. Uh, everyone, it, everyone, like, gives you all these different ideas and advice about, oh, you should go on X Factor or this or that. But it really is just keep doing what you're doing. And if you do it more, you know, then you've got more chance of being successful. Dave Grohl said something interesting about X Factor. He said, when you're in a band, you've got to learn to suck for a little bit. You've got to learn to be terrible. (laughs) You know, because... Yeah, because you've got to learn to knock those floors out yourself. You can't walk onto a stage and expect to be an, an immediate star. You've got to work at it, like you said, repetition. You've got yeah. to get to a point where you can be absolutely bladdered to the point where you're passed out in a nightclub to be out so you can get up on stage <laughs> and just smash it, just like trademark. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So kids, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the... Don't don't listen to me. My my my, my advice is terrible. Just keep practicing doing it while you're drunk. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, it's always a pleasure chatting to you, my friend. Um, and we'll we'll be we'll be there. We'll we'll give you the support. This is going out on Monday the 18th. So, guys, as you're listening to this, uh, go to the website shropshiremusicawards.co.uk. Give them a follow on on Facebook as well. Got a good uh, um, social media presence there as well. And uh, we should see you at the awards. Um, have you got any message of thanks or anything that you want to say to people that are, that are part of what you're doing? Um, I won't start with the sponsors because I'll forget one and that would be really bad. But a thank you to the sponsors. Um, a lot of people probably don't grasp that it actually costs quite a fair bit to, to put it on. And the ticket sales don't actually cover it. So the sponsors are... are they, they're picking up the last bits to actually even make it possible. Um, yeah, so that without them, we wouldn't be able to do it, you know, because, like I say, it's it's, it's, it's a fairly expensive event and um, you can't always, you know, ticket, tickets are like £10. You know, if you look at any other show going on at the theatre, they're 15, they're 28, they're 32, they're 45. And it's not even because they're trying to make a huge profit. It's probably because that's what it costs. You know, because if you, you know, you're putting on, I don't know, ACDC tribute band, they might be a few grand just to book them. Do you know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, so we've got one of the cheapest events on there and it's because we're targeting the local musicians. You know, normally I wouldn't be paying no £42 to go and watch, you know, as much as the awards are brilliant, £42, ridiculous amount, really. Maybe that's me being old school and moaning about the price of Freddo's and stuff, but that's too steep. But, um, yeah, so I've got to really thank the sponsors. Um, got to thank the missus for supporting me. And just everyone, really. Everyone I know and I get involved in. Thank you, Alex. You know what I mean? I think, like, it's just nice to be It's nice to be around people that um, understand your dream and, and have their own dreams. And, and it's, it's nice to kind of link with people and speak with people like that because it, yeah. it keeps the creative juices flowing and keeps my faith in humanity. You know what I mean? In music, I think I think there's a I think there's a point in everybody when they get older they think oh music's gone now like we've had my, we've had our moment and I do think that, that <clears throat> we've kind of meandered a bit to segregating music we talked about this last time putting music into it its own little pocket like you listen to the radio now it's like Jonas Brothers Pink and Taylor Swift that's all you're getting on the radio like I'm like where's the where's the Nirvana style bands where's the hip hop where's the where's the you know it's it's all yeah. seems to be manufactured stuff so when you listen 
to something like that was local, a local band, and you hear actually there's some really talented people around you playing in pubs and in clubs, and they're keeping the local economies alive by selling pints, selling tickets, selling t-shirts, all that kind of thing. That cool. is so so important, so so important. So go and support yeah. it, folks. Definitely. I think you get better music underground than you do in the industry. Maybe not better quality, as in mixing and mastering production, £12,000 microphone in a 25 grand studio. But I'd say creatively, it's better. Definitely. I, I like a bit of grit, though. I think AT Aliens is probably is a million times better than Stankonia. And people love Stankonia. I'm talking about Outcast yeah. now. Because it's got that grit, that yeah. kind of that cheap set sound to it and i love that i think i'm, I'm yeah. going way back now but that, that's what i love yeah, i love yeah. a bit of grit yeah 100 yeah, percent. i agree i like the crackle on the vinyls i do i like that sound i love it like i love it that's a, a very wu-tang that. sound there is <laughs> yeah exactly yeah 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 exactly <laughs> Well, I'm gonna. I'll let you go. Um, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been really, really great chatting to you. Um, and um, I think, uh, I think your event's gonna be amazing. I wish you the best of luck. And everybody that's um, nominated, be careful because I'm gonna be about. I may have a camera, and I want to see if I can beat Selena Gomez with a stank face. Though <laughs> when you when you don't win, so I'll be out there with a camera. <laughs> That'd be brilliant. Uh, brilliant. Peace out, man. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Well, I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. It's always great catching up with an old friend, especially when you can sit and talk about music. An episode like this is like a bonus to me. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, and you know what, guys? I, well, like I said at the beginning of this podcast, this is a highly sought-after ticketed event. Uh, I don't know what the tickets are like, but it was definitely worth uh, giving the Shropshire Music Awards a quick Google or go to shropshiremusicawards.co.uk uh, and having a look if you can get there. It's held at The Place in Oakengate, um, and it really is worth going to see. I feel like whether you've been nominated or whether you win an award for an event like this, you deserve that recognition, especially for what you do for the local economy. If you're listening to this and you're a local musician, thank you, because you give bars, restaurants, and the staff that work there a purpose to be there. You know, um, live music absolutely offers something special to the nighttime economy. So you deserve the recognition. So whether you've been nominated or you win, I don't want to see uh, any L marks being thrown up or some funny faces. If you don't win, you know, you guys are all winners to me. And that's cheesy. But I mean it. I really do. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for choosing this podcast to listen to today. Um, I really do appreciate all of your support. And if this is your first time listening to the Shrewsbury Biscuit podcast, we've got over 400 episodes for you to go back and look at. It's not always all time sensitive. There's stuff there about mental health. There's stuff there about local businessmen. There's, there's people about uh, the authors, artists, things that you can learn about. Uh, this this town and the county is a very, very passionate thing for me. And that um, comes across in this show, I hope. Uh, also, you can give us a follow on social media. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter or X as it's called now. Uh, we're on Threads and we're also on TikTok. Uh, we're, we're everywhere. You can follow us everywhere. And I do appreciate that more than you know. Right, I'm going to leave you guys. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and I'll catch you guys next time. Peace out.